1: For gadget news and reviews, click to
0: yourtechreport.com. We're back on Your Tech Report. Thank you guys so much for being here with us again on all our social media. It is at Your Tech Report. He is Mitchell Whitfield in beautiful, sunny Los Angeles. I am Marco Flalo yeah. in... Cold Montreal, Canada. (laughs) It is the time of the year where I regret living in this country. No, it's a beautiful country. Do you, do you, I guess you don't really deal with this because you only have like two seasons, but I I feel like (laughs) we're programmed here in Canada to forget about winter. Like literally the second the leaves come out and the sun starts shining and it's above like 14 degrees Celsius. I think we just completely forget about winter. And then it comes back to the time of year, roughly around Halloween or daylight savings when the, the time switches and you wake up in the morning and it's still dark. It's dark at four o'clock in the afternoon. It's gray. 98% of the time. Honestly, I feel like I live in Scotland. Um, it's raining. <laughs> it's snowing. It's just we're in the mid like it's just it's just we forget about it. And I then we you get have in to and we're in the middle yourself, of like, ourselves. Oh. You need to forget about it. Yeah. I, I just I, I think it's for sanity for our own for our own just yeah, for your own protection you're an emotional protection you need to forget about it uh, I wanted to talk about MacBooks with you because uh, I'm yes I'm struggling Mitchell um
1: struggling, struggling because you want to make a purchase and you haven't yet yes um, but we've okay, talked about this struggling. before and yeah. let me
0: let me explain my situation and and you can explain your situation because we have unique sure different use cases uh when the pandemic hit Shortly before the pandemic, actually December before the pandemic, I bought the brand new 16-inch MacBook Pro. They just went from a 15-inch to a 16-inch in that 15-inch Intel. We're talking Intel, right? Intel processor. I got the Core i9, 64 gigs of RAM, 2-terabyte hard drive, like a really super powerful computer, which on paper should perform phenomenally well.
1: Uh, Just for context, how much did you spend on that computer?
0: roughly around six thousand Canadian and here's okay. the, the the kicker is that I lease it I lease it through my business so I don't okay. have to you know find seven thousand dollars to buy a computer that I want to have so I lease it so I do a three-year lease which is I think a little bit too long for a laptop because I get you know I get fomo when other stuff comes out and I want to get it and I can't and I can't break my lease but the other thing that I've I've encountered recently with this laptop, not using it as often as I normally do because I'm not out about it and traveling, is that the battery just disappears. It, it, there's no... There's no rhyme or reason. Even if I just used light, 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 you know, usage, I will turn it on the battery. You'll be dead from one night to another when it's 100%. in, And it's not a problem. I've tried. I've brought it in. They said the battery is working fine. They always blame software. I constantly reinstall software. It works right. great for a couple months. There's no, it's like this, you know, you go into a, you know, you go into a mechanic with a problem and that just doesn't manifest itself and you can't right. do anything about it. So I understand that. And I'm into it. So, the, so I bought that computer then, you know, several months into the pandemic where I decided I'm moving my studio home, and I built this nice little studio here, I decided I needed, because I was doing a lot of video editing at the time, check youtube.com slash your deck report, I bought the (laughs) new Mac Pro. So this is a $21,000 Mac Pro. I'm not loading. I'm just telling you that's how it's configured. It's got the afterburner card. It's got 192 gigs of memory. It's got server-grade processors. It's in the rack mount. Again, I leased it. No regrets for leasing it. It's a great computer. It's an awesome computer. Um, my regret is now seeing the new MacBook Pros come back with the ports that that we missed direly, like the SD card slot. I mean, creatives are using these computers. Why is the SD slot gone? Why do I have to spend close to two hundred dollars in dongles and accessories just to get the basics out of a computer that I want to get out of it? Mm-hmm. The MagSafe connector is back which was great not a big deal in terms of everything else but just everything else and of course the performance of these machines absolutely obliterate the macbook pro intel that i had from a year ago
1: okay how do they compare by the way to your mac pro is that a different sort of it depends on the
0: scenario the computers are equally as fast you know they're equally as fast if you have like a mid-range m1 macbook pro macbook pro um in final cut Blows away my computer. It blows it really? away because, you know, Apple hardware and software, they're just made to work together. They're just made right, to work true. together. Yeah. Um, but in like things like Adobe Premiere, which is what I use most of the time, and Adobe Audition and stuff like that, it's still way faster on the Mac Mac Pro. And it's just, it always is going to be. It's, you know, dedicated power supply, full, full cooling and all that stuff and server grade. Gotcha. So it's going to be that way. But uh, I want to talk about these MacBook Pros and I want to talk about two things. Number one, it's interesting I find how Apple without admitting that they did something wrong. Because <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Yeah. Have admitted they did something wrong. They brought back yeah. MagSafe. They, and it's not different. It's just a little bit different of a connector. They brought back the ports that everybody was complaining about. They actually went thicker on the computers. So they're going away from the thin form factor, but still, still benefiting in certain ways. Screen technology definitely got better. Screen size got bigger without adjusting the size of the chassis. Um, weight is definitely up there and the touch bar is gone. Let me stop you. I'm going to stop
1: you right there because you mentioned something that really is the straw that stirs this digital drink. And that is they brought back a thicker, heavier, weightier, both physically and in terms of what it does piece of kit here. Uh, For many years, and this was, I think this was Apple's big mistake. They prioritized aesthetics over function. They prioritized making everything in their lineup ultra thin over ultra performance. Now, I understand for a mid to lower range, entry level to mid range computer, you want to make that super thin and make the performance great and make people get a dongle if they want to live the dongle life because for most people, they're not, you know, most professionals wouldn't be using those computers. We get it. I get it. But what was the point of making their Pro line, the MacBook Pro line, which is meant for heavy duty users, which is meant for creatives, editors, CAD designers? Why put an emphasis on making that thinner when the emphasis was supposed to be on performance? Why make an iMac computer, which is a desktop, ultra thin? And possibly cause thermals and different sorts of issues because that thin chassis when it's a desktop and you're looking at it from the front. So how thin it is from the side or how portable it is, is not an issue. So this is the mistake that Apple went uh, made by prioritizing this thin design in places where it wasn't necessary. And now they're kind of going back. I'd like to see the same thing. And even if you look at the the IMAX mark, they no longer have that ultra thin tapered edge. They don't have to. Yes, they're still thin, it's a desktop. but they don't have Why to be paper thin. It's a desktop. Yeah. It's stupid. So I think, like you said, Apple kind of realized, huh, we're ticking off a bunch of people. Let's just quietly go back and it's a classic Apple thing. Look what we have. Ports on the side. Like, yeah, no crap. We needed that for five years. Where have they been? So yes, but I think the mistake came from the design prioritizing aesthetics and making everything so slim. That was their calling card. Apple devices are thin, whether they need to be or not. Even if it takes away functionality, it's thin, and that's the way you're going to like it. And I think they're realizing for everyone that doesn't work.
0: Philosophical question for you here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did this change ever since Johnny Ivey is gone? Can you, can we look back and say that's likely the last product that he touched design-wise, even though he's still working with the company on a consulting basis, but under his watch and under Steve Jobs' watch, I think that the products we're seeing today would be extremely different.
1: So you're saying they're going back to form over fu- a function over form right now and back in the day it would be I think
0: they're trying not to compromise as much form as they can. Okay. But they are prioritizing function over yeah. that form where necessary. That being said, they also hit an incredible home run with their own processors that they even unexpected, admittedly. Well, here's the irony of that, Mark. Here's the big
1: irony of what we're talking about. Because their own processors run so well under load at low temperatures, because these processors are designed to be performance-heavy at very low temperatures, they're actually in a position now with their own processors more than ever to make slimmer, thinner chassis because it doesn't require fans anymore. Their their processors really don't need fans to be running full-time. But... Of course, during this time, everyone wants that connectivity. They want to be able to do everything on every device that they have. So uh, the irony is now they're more able than ever. If they did want to go back to the slim design, the problem is you're sacrificing again the ability to have USB-C, USB Type A, SD card readers, which, by the way, newsflash, many years later is still a thing. You know, I, I hope those and never by go the way, away.
0: Doesn't require that much thickness. Like a lot of these no. ports, a lot of these ports they brought back. If you look at them. They don't require that device to be as thick as it is. Right. There's a lot of other stuff going into the device. Most importantly, batteries. Yeah. That I think are taking up space that requires this to be thicker. Not only that, but also the way in which they're cooling things, even though for the most part, and I haven't had my chance to play with them yet. Most people are saying that it is rare that the fans even turn on. That's what I heard. To the point of really doing anything. That's what I heard. I'm wondering if this is almost a little bit of an experiment in terms of, let's bring this stuff back because we know people want it. Let's make them happy. See how much they grumble about the size versus and performance. Yeah. And now, over the next two to five years, let's start going back to thinner and thinner and thinner, as thin as we can get. As battery technology changes and gets smaller, but maintains the power and as they can kind of integrate some of these things in a way like MagSafe. I expected MagSafe to make a return, but I didn't think it would come back in the exact same form factor it was four years ago. And it's
1: great. We everybody loved. It. Everyone hated seeing that go. Even with USB C being thin yeah. and easy, I, I, people would still trip over it and break those cables, and possibly break the head off into the receiving part of your computer, which totally screws things up. Yeah, you, br- totally. you brought something up. Another thing you're, you're talking. You're naturally giving me these segues into something I wanted to talk about anyway. It's so funny that the one technology that has changed very little over the last decade and possibly longer, and that is holding more products back than any other technology that has not evolved commensurate with the you know commensurately with the other things is battery tech. When you think about it, Mark, battery technology has changed very, very little. What we're seeing is companies finding workarounds to maximize battery life through Processors, yeah. through the way they're through the way their devices use batteries in always. The way batteries charge, the way they discharge. The technology for batteries themselves has not changed in years, and that is the one thing that's been holding so much technology back. That's why we have thicker iPhones this year. If battery tech were getting better, iPhones would not be getting thicker. Okay? But yeah, because I, read, I
0: read a lot, and I know that there is better battery technology out there. There are there are various pieces of battery tech that I I think I think there's a major safety concern when it comes to batteries and yeah they're volatile back at, they
1: can explode yeah well,
0: looking looking back at the Samsung Note 4 incident which was the Note <laughs> yeah. 4 I mean I think that when it comes to batteries jumping the gun on new technology that might exist just doesn't seem like a worthwhile risk yet you know until let other people do it Let them really prove that it's better and it's smaller. Like we've gotten smaller in chargers, right? This new GAN technology has made our big brick chargers a lot smaller, almost half the size. Right, right. But that technology has been in the market for five years. But we're only now seeing it really come to fruition and, and become readily available and at a good price point. I think maybe that's the same thing that's happening with the battery technology.
1: But think about what they're doing in the car world mark. I mean electric vehicles are becoming all the rage, okay? It's not like they're they're making better batteries for these cars. They're finding more places to stuff more batteries in. To maybe make them slightly more efficient, but for the most part, when you see these new vehicles that are that have extended range, it's because they're finding ways around it with motor technology, putting more batteries in the under in the under chassis, which is where you know with, with no drivetrain, that's where all the power comes from now. That's where all the batteries are stored. So, it's like there are so many things right now that are that are powered by batteries in our lives, and the technology has not evolved enough to keep up with the way that people use them. That's the problem. It batteries have not evolved quickly enough to compensate for how many people now rely on high-end battery tech to power their lives. And I think with with other technologies sort of coming up and exploding and catching up and exceeding our expectations, batteries have not. So I think, again, we're going to see, we have to see some sort of change in the way that either a new battery technology that is not out there, that is not lithium ion, that is not the traditional battery that we're used to, that we just haven't seen yet, that will change everything. Because right now, there are a lot of companies and a lot of great tech that is being hindered or held back by batteries that are not really ready, ready for prime time yet.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree.
1: Sad, um, but I'm not trying to put a bummer on things. I'm just saying I wish batteries were as good as the products that they're being put in now, and they're all, just not. All that yet.
0: being said, can you talk me off the of ledge? Do I go get a new MacBook?
1: Oh hell yeah! Um, I mean, <laughs> let's, I mean, but here's here's the thing. I mean, I'm joking, but I'm, I'm I'm half joking. It's like, what's your use case? We talk about this. We talked about this on another show. You recently. know, my use
0: case is changing a little bit because I'm using the Surface Pro Eight. I'm really loving the Surface Pro Eight, and I'm really great machine. Yeah. And it actually does everything I needed to do. I'm not doing as much video editing these days because I have an editor who's, who I'm working with. So right. I think the basics of what I need to get done, I can do on a Surface. So uh, we'll work on that. But the only thing about the Surface that I have an issue with is is storage. But we'll talk about that uh, another day because uh, 128 gigs is not adequate for a computer these days. Yeah, no, it is it. your tech report. He has been to Winfield in Los Angeles. Marco Flalo, Montreal. Thank you guys for being with us each and every single week. Happy holidays uh, for those who are listening around the holiday season. Let's take a quick break and come back here on your tech report. Your tech report will be right back.